Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast, brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 159, recorded live on June 26th, 2010, and here are your hosts, the man who is recording in the central time zone, Dave Pillay. Hi. And the man who is recording in the eastern time zone, Andy Lowe. Hi. Have we talked about this, about why Michigan is in the eastern time zone? It's because of Detroit and New York City. Yeah, that Michigan was supposed to be central, but Detroit wanted to have the same business hours as New York. Yeah, I, I'm not sure if we talked about it, but that's what I knew, is Michigan moved because of Detroit. All because of Detroit. Yeah, which is really weird when you're, you know, this so close to Chicago. Yep, well, but at the time, Detroit was Detroit was huge, and New York was huge, and Chicago was big, but not as powerful as New York. Yeah, and now it's... New York had the stock exchange, and that was the key. Chicago still had a stock exchange. Okay, I remember it wasn't the New York Stock Exchange. I know, but Chicago still had a decent uh, stock exchange of some kind. I don't remember exactly what it was. Like, yeah, the CHX, the Chicago Stock Exchange. Okay. I think it's still going on, too. Interesting. Yeah. So, uh, should we take a minor moment of silence at the, the loss of the... Are you rooting for the U.S. in the World Cup, Andy? Or were you rooting, I guess? Um, I was paying attention to the U.S. soccer is that a question or a statement? No, that was a statement. I am. I was okay. paying attention. But were you rooting, or you just didn't care? Eh. Eh. I'm. I'm. Hey, if the U.S. is playing, I'll cheer for them. But yeah, well, eh. they played. Yeah. And lost. Four more years. Four more <laughs> years. Four more hey, years. We got to the the sixteen. That's fine. That's much further than most people would have put us. I don't know the way our the way our. Uh, our group was set up. It was most likely looking to be the U.S. and England advancing. That's what most people had predicted. They didn't, you know, advance in the way everybody had predicted. <laughs> but they still advanced. That's, I wasn't expecting, you know, that last-minute, 91st-minute goal in a 90-minute game. Yeah, so, by the way, the rules of soccer? Yeah. So ridiculous. How so? Well, it's just like this extra, you know, today in the game against Ghana, so they were tied at the end, at the end of regulation, 90 minutes it was a tie, so they added, it, it, from what I saw, it's up to like the ref as to whether or not to add 15 minutes or 30 minutes, so they add 30 minutes, and they play, and then at the end of that 30 minutes, so we're sitting at 120 minutes, he's like, okay, three more minutes. Well, that's because... Where the hell does that come from? Well, do you want to know why where that comes from? It, I know where, because it comes from because they don't stop the clock at all during the game, and this is supposed to be the time that was taken up by people crying on the field and being in pain and, and like, timeouts and shit, but no! <laughs> Either you decide that you're going to stop the clock, and that's one thing, or you're not going to stop the clock. You don't add three more minutes. Well, wh- what the hell is that? It's because somebody most likely complained, saying, you know, hey, the clock doesn't stop. If we're in the lead... We could go and, you know, just be withering... Faking injuries? Yeah. Well, but then, I mean, add something else. Add timeouts. Add stopping the damn clock. But you you don't stop the clock for soccer. It just goes. You just add to it. I'm sorry, how is that any different in the end? Um, Besides being completely arbitrary to the ref? eh, It's it's how they do it. I'm not going to argue it. I'm going to... Oh, I tried spelling football like the other football. Football? (laughs) <laughs> How do you spell football? With a U or with an O? Depends. Am I talking about the sport where it's like 11? Well, I guess they're both 11 guys on 11 guys. Yep. Uh, but where you, you have an oblong spheroid versus a sphere. And in one, you're supposed to use your hands and hit other people. And the other, you're not. 
Mm. Ooh, Argentina versus Mexico. Arriba. Ooh, Argentina. I, I don't know. <laughs> I hear people in the back. Yes. I hear a person in the back, but okay. <laughs> Do not pay attention to the person behind the screen. Yeah. Wait, isn't that us? Wait. Okay, so maybe that didn't work out as well as I thought it was going to work out. Damn it. We are the behind the screen, right? Well, there's not really a... Well, no, yeah, there would be a screen on an iPod. Yeah. And we're behind the computer screen. Flashlight, and those are the two things that most people listen to us by. Yeah. We are indeed behind a screen. We paid no attention to the person behind the person behind the screen. Okay. There we go. Pay attention to the person behind... Well, the people behind the screen. Oh, you can only pay attention to one of us. us. If if you only want to listen to one of us, that's perfectly fine. Not going to hold that against you. Hopefully it's me. (laughs) Whatever. That's fun. It would be really interesting to have an episode with just one of us. That that would be interesting. So, moving on. I don't know what to move on to. We could move on to topics. We didn't really cover anything last week except E3. Oh, God. An hour and a half. But damn, he does not shut up. It was our fault for not stopping him, but... Wow. If you didn't learn what was going on at E3 during the E3 podcast, you have something wrong. Because I think we covered that from tip to toe. Yeah, except we didn't even do that. We covered it from, like, tip to knee. Yeah, we had to cut it off at the knees. Come on, I'm throwing these out here and you're not... Cut, it, cut him off at the knees? Yeah, what about it? Is that Am I supposed to laugh? I don't know. I mean, it's like what all my friends say to me is that they want to cut me off at the knees so I'm shorter than them again. Are you, wait, no, I'm shorter than you, aren't I? Yes, you are shorter than I am. Damn. You and Brian both. And I used to like sit on Brian's shoulders to get a better view. Mm. That was freshman year of high school. <laughs> ah. Yes, so see, you want to cut me off at the knees. So... Topics. Topics? Why would we talk about topics? Because there are actually topics on here that are not okay. E3. I suppose we're going to just ignore the fact that I'm, well, besides the intro, that I'm not in the same state. That's fine. We can go on. Oh, yeah. For those of you who care, Dave is currently in uh, Milwaukee. Yep. Fox did, Point, actually, is more or less Milwaukee. Did you get your frozen custard? Twice. Did you get your Spreckers? Yes. Did you, you know, get... It's just like Guinness. They save the best for their own area. Oh, that's good to hear. Um, did you get your mill? No, I'm trying to think of like <laughs> Miller. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, I had uh, spotted cow. Mm. Was that supposed to be a cow or yeah. was that mm, mm, delicious? No, that was supposed to be a cow. Do you even drink beer, Andy? No. Okay. I I don't I haven't confirmed this, but I do believe I am allergic to hops. That would suck. I because I just can't really any most things that are brewed with hops i have a problem with so i think i have a slight allergy to it wait isn't like scotch and whiskey brewed with hops no are you sure yeah it's because it's i thought it was just distilled beer whiskey no whiskey is something both the uh uh some uh ales have it in there some pilsners have them in there but distilled whiskey is distilled from fermented grain mash yeah Hops is basically just used as... Barley, rye, wheat, and maize. Yeah. So hops is just used for flavor in beer? Yeah, basically it's the it's basically used as the yeast in the fermentation ah. of beer. If I remember my brewing, which I don't really know my brewing, so feel free to write in and flavoring correct me. Flavoring and stability in beer. 
impart a bitter and tangy flavor. Are you going to the Wikipedia article on hops now? I'm already on the Wikipedia article of hops. <laughs> we need to like go have somebody else go somewhere else other than Wikipedia. Why? Because we're both pulling the sources from the same from the same place. Yeah. Uh, I call Wikipedia dibs. Okay, Dave's gonna be muted the rest of the episode. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's interesting though. It brings up a topic. This isn't on the list of topics, but this it brings up a topic of conversation that I was having last night uh, with how technology is changing things and the the importance of learning how to search versus the importance of learning information. How so? I carry my cell phone with me yes. almost everywhere, right? And it has access almost everywhere to the internet. Well. Why do I need – I mean why should I, I take the time and learn unless I'm really interested in it? Uh, really anything, any mundane detail when I can just look it up. Because, Dave, at some point, the BlackBerry is going to – by BlackBerry, I mean the smartphone is yeah. going to disappear. Okay. What happens if there was a, you know, a nuclear attack against the United States and an EMP device was detonated? I think studies have proven that a uh, small EMP device detonated over, like, Kansas could wipe mm-hmm. out the entire U.S. Not even, like, a big one, just a, a small one. Detonate high enough up in the atmosphere. So first off, how would it, how would it disrupt the uh, – I mean, an EMP dissipates uh, in, the, with a, in an inverse square. Yes, but most nuclear devices have create an EMP wave on their own. Right, which dissipates in a – All I'm saying is I remember reading a study saying that if it was detonated over Kansas, the whole U.S. could go out. It's For a nuclear device to generate an EM pulse that would wipe out the U.S. over Kansas, it would also have to wipe out Kansas. So there's not much in Kansas other than corn. <laughs> uh, okay, we'll have to add Kansas to the list of states Andy and I are never allowed to go to. <laughs> Texas, Alaska, South Carolina, Kansas. Why can't we go to Kansas? Because or- you just insulted an entire state. Well, no, no, wait, wait. Oh, okay, Alaska, I could get that because we were talking to Oz. And Sarah Palin. Yeah. And, well, we weren't talking to Sarah Palin, but about. Yeah. Why, why can't we go to Texas? We've, I'm sure we've insulted Texas. I highly doubt we've insulted Texas. There, we have to, we've talked to Johnny so many times. I, I highly doubt it. Oh. But, um, I mean, Andy, think of it. If, if a nuclear bomb, a small nuclear bomb, right? For instance, I don't know, the ones they tested at Trinity could wipe out the, the electrical system of the entire U.S.? Don't you think it would have wiped out the electrical system of the entire U.S.? I, I'm looking actually at an article where somebody talks about the EMP device in Kansas. I'm trying to find where it... Oh, wait, Control-F, Kansas. <laughs> okay. Um, if it was detonated... Uh, yeah, okay. The House Armed Services Committee issued its warning to Congress on July 10th, 20, 2008, citing the fact that the Russians have already tested small-yield EMP weapons of 30, 300 kilotons at altitudes of 60, 150, and 300 kilometers. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a small-yield EMP weapon. The, the actual ones are a lot larger. Um, okay. And if it was detonated at 500 kilometers above the U.S. in Kansas. Which is roughly dead center of yeah. continental. That's why we're picking on Kansas, by the way. There's nothing special about it. It's just the center. Um, yeah, so the gamma rays would just blow everything out in the entire U.S. if it was detonated at 500 kilometers. A medium-sized nuke detonated are, are between... damaging to people as well, are they not? Yes, because it's a nuclear so weapons. Bigger problems to think about than the electrical system going down? Well, no, it would have a major problem over Kansas. 
but it would wipe out the EMP in the rest of the U.S. So yes, if you're in Kansas, you're screwed. You're dead. It doesn't matter. But if you're out in Seattle, Texas, Florida, Maine, you're not going to have to worry about the nuclear radiation from the explosion well, in but, Kansas. But my point is that it, you're, you said, and I'm, I'm kind of picking at words, but you said it's the gamma rays that would screw up the electronics. Well, the gamma rays are the line of sight ones that will travel the farthest. Okay. Gamma rays are damaging to people. <sighs> and I'd have to assume that if it's gamma- strong enough to screw with electronics, which generally are pretty well shielded. Dave, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go over to North Campus, find a nuclear engineer, yeah, and then bring him back on the show, and he can explain to us what exactly happens with an EMP device, okay? Nope. Okay. I will uh, find nuclear engineer, kidnap, and, I mean, um, ask to be on show. Okay. I'll see if I can contact a professor of nuclear engineering. Speaking of people most Dave's most likely never going to talk to, Hanson. Hanson? Hanson, yes. Like Umbop? Yes, like Umbop. What? What? They are still around. I was unaware of that. As was I. But So what about Hanson, Andy? Why? Um, they did a video on MySpace, because I guess they're still doing music, and they did a tribute to the Blues Brothers. Cool. Which is my one of my favorite movies. Yeah. Did they do a tribute to the group or the movie or the SNL sketch or what? They did a... There's a have you seen the movie? Uh, not the whole way through. Okay. Well, there's a part with oh, Bray Charles... Blues Brothers. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I, I really... Dave's to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> Um, there's a scene with Ray Charles when they're trying to buy musical instruments, and Ray Charles is like, oh, this piano still is good, even though it's got like tape and everything else like that, and mm-hmm. he starts playing Shake Your Tail Feather, and it breaks into one of the musical numbers in the song. Well, they basically did, Hanson did an homage to the Shake Your Tail Feather thing by doing the music video just like that for their thinking about something. Hmm. And what's even slightly nerdier is the fact that they got Weird Al to do a guest appearance in there. To play uh, the like tambourine. Cameo or? Well, he's in there. He's a, uh, one of the members of the Blues Brothers band looked ridiculous in this musical number because he was playing the tambourine and he had like the bell bottoms and the open, the shirt with like four buttons open. And it's, and they got Weird Al to do it? Yeah. That's awesome. So it's... it's That's really cool. It's really weird thinking that Hanson is still around and they actually are... Somewhat relevant. Yeah. All right. So moving on from Hanson, what's... The, the Vatican? Yes. This was actually a topic that I had found before it was posted on Stephen Colbert two nights ago. Well, technically, uh-huh. last Thursday, for those of you who are listening. Um, the Vatican is actually approving of the Blues Brothers as a Catholic film. Really? Yes. Because it's a mission from God. It's a mission from God, and they, they say the, the uh, has parallels with the biblical story of the prodigal son. That's awesome. So, That's yeah. really cool. <laughs> yeah. They, they do realize that it all came from an SNL sketch, right? Yeah. I mean, the, okay. But they're saying it's I mean, a... Like, I don't want them to say this, and then someone's like, wow, that's really cool, you know, and, and they got their start from Saturday Night Live, go figure, and then the Vatican go like, wait, what? <laughs> well, the Vatican newspaper dedicated a full page and no fewer than five articles to the Blues Brothers film. Cool. Well, go Blues Brothers. Yeah. Soon enough, they'll make Dan Aykroyd a saint. <laughs> I don't think you can make John Belushi a, a saint. 
I don't think you could make Dan Aykroyd a saint either, but it would be really funny. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would work either. Speaking, I wonder when the next Ghostbusters film is coming out. Uh, I can't spell Ghostbusters without an it. H. No, I, Ghostbusters 4, right? Or no, 3. I thought they had 3, but I thought they had canned that and they did the game instead. Uh, Ghostbusters franchise, yada, yada, yada. Movies. Ghostbusters 3, January 13th, 2010. Ivan Reitman. Yeah, that kind of missed. IMDb says 2012. Yeah. Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd confirmed that a third film has already begun production and will be begin. the filming will begin in fall 2010. Aykroyd said the release date is set for Christmas 2012. Sigourney Weaver is Dana Barrett, rumored. Bill Murray would be coming back. Dan Aykroyd's coming back. Harold Ramey is coming back. Ernie Hudson's coming back. I don't know if they could afford Sigourney Weaver at this point. <laughs> and this is like 30 years later. Yeah. I don't know how successful it'll be. Well, how successful was the A-Team movie? I don't know, Andy. I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it either yet, but it's already on the uh, cheap tickets. Yep, at the Goodrich Theaters. Mm-hmm. Come on, Rotten Tomatoes, give me something. So that's what it is. You don't need to. You don't need to know things. Well, you do need to know things, but then you also need to know where to look for things that you don't know. Right, but that's what I was saying. Is you just need to know where to search. You no longer need to actually know the the information. You just need to know where to find it. But there's a point where it's going how to parse it. There's that's gonna, the other important part. There's going to be a point where you're not going to know the the, the you're not going to have a lifeline on who wants to be a millionaire. So then you're going to be screwed. Unless, you know, your, uh, let's see, box office is $50 million so far for the A-Teams movie. Not bad. Nope. Probably more than the show ever made. Most likely, yeah. They also probably spent more than they ever spent on the show. What are, what, yeah, whatever. But yeah. By the way, uh, refresh the main page. I added something. Well, son of a... Yeah, I know. I figured I'd send that on there. <laughs> but was your discussion yesterday about Watson or no? Uh, no, actually, I hadn't even thought about asking about or bringing up Watson. Uh, for those of you who don't remember or perhaps weren't even listening back then, Andy and I talked about Watson, which was IBM's new uh, kind of, well, I guess, supercomputer that is supposed to deliver a question. That is to say, if you give it an answer, it gives you a question. That is to say, it plays Jeopardy. And it's really cool and coming along and almost done um, and very 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 scary well there, there are two problems at the moment they say well the first one is watson has a tendency to crash they say yep and the second is watson will uh kind of there'll, there'll be a bug or a glitch somewhere and it'll start spitting out absolutely wrong answers but Oops. there's a video on the page that we linked and it is really cool to watch that is scary yeah, but so, so you were discussing about knowing information, being able to find information, and you completely missed the Jeopardy robot. Oh, shush. <laughs> hey, we're talking about, we're about to start talking about hypothesis testing in my stats class, uh, you know, and, and I'm trying to think of good ways to relay this to my students, and I'm thinking of using things like Watson and decision making and saying like, well, you know, how do they do this? Here's the basics. Here's the science. Okay. So this video. You'd be like, aha. It's really cool, but Jesus. But but Jesus what? The, just Watson is amazing. It's a computer that and has... Scary. 
is it more of just a database of information, or is it parsing the internet for this information? Uh, I believe it's it's reading the information. It's not browsing the web to pick it up. That they they loaded all this information into it. Although I don't know, maybe it is contacting the internet for that. All right, Dave. What I need you to do <laughs> is find someone on Watson's team and get them on the show. You know, it would be really funny if you could ask Watson. This supercomputer uses what methods? Or, uh, this supercomputer uses such and such methods to answer Jeopardy questions. Oh God, it would have a sense of self. <laughs> what is Watson? Fuck! Infinity loop. Infinity loop. No, it's more than that. It's like what am I? Oh shit! It's self-aware. Somebody. Oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. Somebody get the axes. What did Steve Woz- Wozniak say? Never trust a computer you can't throw out a window. You could probably throw it out the window, but you need a forklift to get it up and then through the window. <laughs> I don't think that's what he was talking about. Yeah, it still and works. Even then, I'm I'm not sure because especially if it's connected to the internet. I mean, you might run into the Skynet problem. Well, no, you're not running into the Skynet problem. Watson isn't copying itself out. It's hardware. Watson somehow steals somebody's credit card number and then buys a whole lot of Dropbox space <laughs> and then uploads himself. Oh god, Dropbox's servers are Watson. <laughs> and then anyone who has Dropbox. Or no, it'd be even worse, the Amazon S3 space. Mm-hmm. Oh jeez. Of course this is like abstracting it a little bit and actually pretty much impossible. But it's but fun. it's funny to think about. I like taking Dave's ideas and go into the theater of the absurd. Yeah. It's fun it's in the really, theater of absurd. We it's give really you easy when David's ideas are already pretty absurd. Eh, not too bad. So we have a couple Google issues to talk about. Yes. Which one would you like to start with? Your choice. Uh, Google Voice is now free to everybody in in the US. yeah in the U.S. So sorry, people in Sweden and Australia and where else do we have listeners? Uh, Analytics.google.com. <laughs> But now the... Uh, Go on, keep talking, Angie. I'm just going to look this up. So everybody can use... I use Google Voice all the time. It's actually my... Do you? Yeah, well, because... whenever I get a phone call from you, it's from your regular number. Well, that's because I use it as an input, because I have a 734 cell phone number. 734 area code, for those of you who are outside of Michigan, is for the east side of the state. Out here on the west side of the state, the area code is 269. So when I'm on the east side of the state, if somebody asks me for my phone number, I give them the phone number with the 734 area code. But when I'm mm-hmm. out here on the west side of the state, if somebody asks for my phone number, I give them the 269 number because I don't know if they're going to be calling on a regular phone or if they're going to be calling, if they have long distance or not. So I might as well give them a local number for them to use. Wow, we've hit the majority of the countries in the world at this point. Yes, but the question is how I'm, much... I'm looking back over the last two years. How much of those are spammers? Uh, I don't know. Probably not many. That is the more serious question. In two years, we've only had 21 visits from Russia, so I, I can't imagine many of them are actually spammers. Well, that's because I blocked Russia from the forums. Yeah, that was really funny. But this isn't for the forums. This is for the main domain. Oh. Well, then, I don't know. Yeah, Sweden, 1,323 hits. Not hits, visits, sorry. Uh, Australia, 171. Well, you name a continent except Antarctica, we've hit it. All right, Dave, so what I need you to do... <laughs> There's that British base still down in Antarctica. Yeah, go on. I'm, I'm listening for this one. What I need you to do is travel down there. <laughs> you can get your passport stamped at the British base down there. 
Mm-hmm. And I know you've got your passport still. I actually have it with me. Odd, but okay. I carry my passport around now. Why? Because then I always know where it is. But yes, I know where mine is as well. Yeah, Doesn't mean if I get mugged, somebody will never be... never know when you need to go to Canada. No, I pretty much know when I need to go to Canada. <laughs> do you? Yes. Okay, well then you know more than I do. <laughs> do you just wake up randomly and go, you know, we should go to I Canada. I want to go to Canada today. <laughs> you know, for yeah, something. Yeah, has a point. I live closer to Canada. So what is this Gamers Symphony Orchestra? Well, are, are we skipping Google oh. at this point? I mean, well, Google Voice is, well, if you want to go with the... for everyone in the U.S. So go get your Google number and... It's really damn convenient. It's very nice. You can uh, you can use it with your own, your current phone number. I actually use my, uh, use it with my voicemail now, too, because it, mm-hmm. it's faster than my T-Mobile voicemail to use yep. the Google Voice stuff. And Lifehacker tells you a couple interesting tricks with Google Voice, like... Uh, getting free voice over internet calls to phones, to actual phones using Google Voice. Uh, getting unlimited minutes on any of the major carriers with Google Voice. You see, I'm not on my phone long enough to need unlimited minutes. I. The only well, time I went over you, 500 was when I was working. I had to call people up three times and ask them where they were. At each time, it would be like a 10-second phone call, but it would cost me a whole minute. Right, but you are on T-Mobile, right? Yes. And you have a 500-minute plan? Yes. There's a 300-minute plan. Not for family time. Oh, well, that sucks. Not really. I'm on the 300-minute plan because I just use – I mean, like, I when I need to, I just use Google Voice as my uh, extra minutes. Hmm. But I also like that they will send me a text message of a voicemail from somebody so I can see, oh, yep. this is what they want. 90% of the time, it's just gibberish, but – yeah, I, I, I'm trying to learn to speak more clearly for voicemail, especially from Google Voice. But I just wanted to be able to tell the Google Voicemail what the person is saying. I know. So just to, Andy, okay, so here's what I need you to do. Okay. Contact Google. Okay. And suggest it. Email Google at Google.com. I, I don't know if there's anybody. Uh, I don't know. It, it, probably you'd be, be better off going through the customer service pages. Or I could contact Pierre Lebu who's the product manager of... For Google Voice? Yes. Then, yeah, go contact him. I would suggest trying to avoid saying his name. <laughs> Hi, is this Pierre Lebu? <laughs> is this Pierre Lebu? You get... <laughs> Click. <laughs> Crap. So what's the other Google bit? Uh, Google versus Viacom. Ah, yes. YouTube versus Viacom, because it was YouTube when the things started. I remember when this happened years ago. I was up at the NAB conference up in Lansing and Google was there. Well, it doesn't matter anymore because the court granted our motion for summary judgment in the Viacom lawsuit, which means that YouTube wins. Okay. What does YouTube win? They win the right to continue what they're doing. Okay. Uh, so they, I can post any sort of like Viacom shit on YouTube, and Viacom can't have it taken down. Well, like no, they can still do the. They still have the D, the protected safe harbor DMCA sort of stuff. So Viacom could technically go after you, and they could still request it to be taken down. But YouTube and Google does not have to pay Viacom a billion dollars. Oh, cool! Yay! Viacom's actually pretty good about going on and, and saying remove this site, remove this site, remove this site. Mm-hmm. Because they have okay. Hulu. Yeah. So that's Google, like all of Google. What's this free VoIP calls from Google I Voice? I mentioned that. Oh. I mentioned that, that you can go on Lifehacker and, and find a way to get free VoIP calls through Google Voice uh, and your laptop to any landline. 
for free. Yes, but that means I would have to carry my laptop around with me all the time instead well, of, you know, it, no, a smaller it, item it, that looks like a phone. It means that when you're home, you don't need to use your phone. I just need to, you know, plug in my headset, open up SIPgate 1, and then do it through that. I'm sorry, Dave, but when I'm not chatting with you, my headset is disconnected from my computer because I have a nice pair of headphones that I'd rather use. Ah. Well, good for you. Yes, good for me. So the University of Maryland Gamer Symphony Orchestra yes. is a student-run group that does orchestral compositions of video game music. So it's like Video Games Live, but... But student-run. Ah. Slightly lower production budget. Ah. And they actually have all of the MP3s from the last two years online. Some of them are better than others. Uh, these are students. They are not yet professional musicians. But I have seen some students who could knock my socks off. Yeah, that's not these. No, this is probably the club sort of symphonic. Yeah, yeah. some of them are, are really good. Some of them, not so much. So, YMMV? YMMV? Yes. Your music may vary? Yes. Awesome. I did that without looking it up. <laughs> I'm glad that, you see, you, there was something that you knew that you didn't have to look up, and it would have been yeah. faster for you to actually know it rather than to parse well, the internet. it's always going to be faster for you to actually know it. Yes. What kind of a stupid statement is that? <laughs> I'm just stating the obvious. If you're worried about speed, you should just know it so you don't have to look it up. See, the other thing about this, though, is that it's not just the internet, but it's, it's social networking and other people. For instance, when I don't have a good connection to the internet and I want to know something, you call, I call well, you. Yeah, you call me because I you do the same thing. <laughs> David, what was the name of the pope from Assassin's Creed Two? Oh, I uh, like uh, you know, I went to my computer, I typed, I'm like uh, Pope Assassin's Creed. Oh, like something Rodrigo Borgio, Borgia, something like that. You're like, ah, okay, thank you. Well, I thought you would know that because you had finished Assassin's Creed 2, right? Why? Yes, I finished Assassin's Creed 2, but why would I remember the Pope's name? Uh, I barely remember the protagonist's name. What is the protagonist's name, hmm? Starts with a D. Oh, you're talking about Desmond. Yes, thank who's, you. Who's the guy who does, who he plays in Ezio. the... Yeah, there you go. Who's the first one? Uh, Altair. Yes. See? What was the girl's name? Oh, son of a... Ha! Not uh, that I remember either. Assassin's Creed 2. Wikipedia plot. Desmond Miles. Lucy Stillman. Yep. Wow. Do you remember the doctor's name? What is the doctor's name? I remember... Oh. What is the doctor's name? I don't know, Andy. That's why I'm asking. Assassin's Creed series. Are you trying to remember it? I'm trying to scan the Wikipedia article as fast as possible. Uh, Lucy Stillman, Lucy, yada, 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 All right, screw this. Ready? Assassin's Creed character list. God damn it, it took me to Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed wiki. Ooh, that'll do it. Oh, 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 come on. Assassin's Creed wiki. What's the name of the doctor? Uh... This this is very unhelpful. Why can we not find this? Because we don't know it, and we can't parse the frickin' internet to find we it out. can't parse it Warren Vidic. Warren Did you find that first, or did I find that first? I think I found the page first, that you said it first. Warren Vidic, yeah. played by Phil Proctor. 
who also played uh, voiced characters in A Bug Life, Aladdin, Finding Nemo, Spirited Away, Iron Giant, The Lion King, Toy Story, Toy Story 2. Did games such as Blue Dragon, Dead Rising, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2, Final Fantasy 12, <laughs> Lord of the Rings, The Battle for Middle Earth 2, and Metal Gear Acid 2. <laughs> See, I can look it up too, Andy. <laughs> I love how we're literally just like racing each On other. Same page. Yeah. He was in Jag. So, speaking of Assassin's Creed, yeah, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood is coming out later this year. Yes, it is. A year after the previous Assassin's Creed came out. Okay. Are you implying something? <laughs> well, I'm just saying that Ubisoft is following basically the Activision sort of thing of releasing a game every year, like Guitar Hero or Call of Duty, that sort of stuff. Okay. Which is basically following the EA Madden sort of thing of releasing a game every single year. Well, except that Madden is the same game every year. And what was the difference between Guitar Hero 4 and Guitar Hero World Tour? Phil Proctor was in uh, Avatar Last Airbender. I'm sorry, what was that? I asked you, what was the difference between Guitar Hero 4 and Guitar Hero World Tour? Um, the song list? The roster? For those of you who are playing at home, score one for Andy, because Dave didn't realize something. Guitar, oh, there is, wait, say that again one more time. What was the difference between Guitar Hero 4 and Guitar well, there Hero... There is a difference, because it's the same game. You are a loser. Ouch. It is the same game. Yes, it is the same game. I was just waiting for you to tell me that it was the same game, but no, you were like, uh, the song... Well, because I assumed you knew what you were talking about, Andy. I just wanted to trap you in a corner. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate it. You are very welcome. But the Activision COO has the idea that everybody is throwing around this franchise fatigue saying that it's not actually true. It's a lack. It's an excuse for a lack of innovation. Wait, Activision is saying that franchise fatigue is an excuse for a lack of innovation? Yeah. Are they not, like, responsible for more franchise fatigue than anyone else? Yeah, they were basically blamed for single-handedly killing... The uh, music genre because of all their Guitar Hero games. No, that, that genre is dead for other reasons, but I, I'm, I'm Wait, still what were other reasons students. were they dead for? Uh, people were tired of plastic instruments in their living room? And the idea of having to buy Guitar Hero 2, Guitar Hero 3, Guitar Hero 4, and then you'd have to buy the Rock Band stuff because the Guitar Hero and Rock Band instruments were not this compatible with right. each other. but it, when you... When you buy Rock Band, you only have to buy it once, and then everything else is DLC. Yeah, but you have to buy Guitar Hero 4, and then 5, and then Van Halen, and then Metallica. There's a rumor that Guitar Hero Queen will be out next year. Well, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, no, wait, it's Rock you know Band really Green fun? Day, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. You know what would be really funny, though? What? Guitar Hero Who? Oh, that'd be horrible. I'd laugh. With the entire, you know, Who's Next album actually put out into the game? That would be so. Kind of... I, I'm I'm just amused that Activision is the one saying saying this when they are more guilty of it than like anyone else. But maybe that's a good thing. Maybe he's saying like we recognize this and we're going to take steps to stop it. Not really. He's just he he thinks it's better. If you have a great franchise and you stop innovating, then yes, you will lose your fan base. But if you think about it, if you have a large fan but you'll base, make money. <laughs> Yeah, you can market it more, much more strongly than a new IP. That's why you should keep on releasing sequels and sequels and sequels. 
Uh, you can communicate better with your fan base. Are, are you implying something about me and our fan base, Andy? No. Why? Are you getting some sort of Sigmund Freud? I don't know. It's just the way that you said it. It's like you can you can communicate with your fan base. And I'm like, oh. Is there some subconscious things going on there, Dave, that you would like to talk about at some other point I, in time? I don't pay attention to the forums. <laughs> what forums? Shush. Busy. <laughs> no pad. Because I... The forums. <laughs> Right, Dave, this is what I need you to do. Well, at least we have a, a title. We do? Yeah. If you haven't figured out a good title yet, I've got like four things. This is what I do when we record. I sit here and make notes about things that should be the title. Ah, I don't make notes. Well, I have the notes in the beginning, but then nothing else after that. Right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Okay, what else is going on? Um, make a wish built a kid a Millennium Falcon. Yes, as his little tree fort backyard sort of thing. That's not fair. I mean, it, I guess it is kind of fair because the kid is, you know, dying of something. Yes. Uh, but that's wow. I want to to see the whole fort. That looks really cool. So they yeah, have Make a Wish Foundation. You can get your own Millennium Falcon. Um, let's see what else is. Uh, there was a record set for three thousand and eighty-five tweets per second. That's a lot of twittering. Yeah. There was a different record set recently. Longest tennis ever? The tennis match that lasted three days? Yeah. And I, I think the, it only totaled to be like 11 hours, but even so. Well, you, you only had so many hours of you know daylight to go with. I love how the second day of the match was longer than the longest tennis match. Um, Previous to that. Yeah. And that was one day of the match. Yeah. God, that has to suck. You know what sucks even more? What's that? The American who won the longest tennis match... Mm-hmm. Um, was then beat in the shortest tennis match at Wimbledon so far this year. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I have to assume he was just tired and exhausted. <laughs> you know, playing for three days, and then you have to go out and play another guy who's been, you know, sitting around for a couple of days. Right, waiting for the match, getting massages, relaxing in a steam bath, and that's just not fair. Nope. But yeah, 3,085 tweets per second due to the NBA Finals. Wow. Yeah. Which begs the question, why? Everyone's tweets out, you know, go Kobe. Oh my God, that was a horrible thing, yada, yada, yada. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, it's a crowd of noise. Yeah, but if you go to a game, what do you hear? Noise. It's the same analog. I mean, it, it's not the same analog. It's analogous is what I'm trying to say. You, you, have you ever been, I'm sure you've heard this, you're in a stadium and something happens and everyone takes a simultaneous breath. No. Yeah. <gasps> well, it's the same thing, but everyone's typing it out on Twitter. <gasps> How many H's are in that? Very funny. Just saying. Well, but, I mean, you got to recognize that. Yeah. It's and th- to be expected. And I was going to say, it's, for me, Twitter is more of a news feed now rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. I think I have like 400 some odd followers on Twitter, but most of those are just sort of news sources. And yeah, here we go. There's uh, MLive Music, Game Kicker, some other game sites. I, I Woot, New York Times. You get anything in the last Woot off, by the way? No, I completely missed the last Woot off. Oh, no. Hey, your birthday's coming up. Yep. That means a bag of crap is coming up. Yep. Nothing says happy birthday like a bag of crap. Yep. Uh, new Xbox 360. Yep, the slim has been torn asunder. 
Yep. And so ripped you, to pieces. So you can quite actually quite deliberately, but literally. You can see exactly what's going on inside your new slim. What's really great though is um, there's marketing it as the slim, right? That's what they. I I thought they called it the slim. Is it now just the? No, I I I never saw any official thing from Microsoft calling it the slim. Xbox Slim uh, and gadget. I, I wonder what the Xbox website says. So now they're all, they're all just like, hey, check out the new I console. I tried xbox.microsoft.com and it didn't work. No, it's just xbox.com. I see it called the new Xbox 360. I swear they called it the Slim at some point. No, I don't think they did. I think it's because everyone's comparing it to the PlayStation Slim. But I, I have yet to see anything that says Xbox Slim. So stop calling it the Slim, damn it. I'm not going to stop calling it the Slim because it's the Slim. It is not the Slim. Oh, yeah, introducing the new Xbox 360. Uh, hard drive, Wi-Fi, whisper quiet, yada, yada, yada. Nothing about, yeah. Bah. You know what's not in it? What? A Blu-ray drive. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Didn't we have a bet about that? About something? Yeah, I'm not sure if this counts as a new generation, though. Because no. it's more or less the same internals. We said that within two generations of the 360. Yeah. So I, I think you might have a bit to wait, but I'm probably still going to owe you dinner. I should probably give up now because with inflation, dinner in you know, 14 years when we're two generations away is going to be expensive. Is going to be what? More expensive than it is now. Well, I thought you said dick-spensive, and I'm like, what, what is that? That's a great word. I didn't make it up. <laughs> I wish I had. That would just be odd. Off to Twitter. New word. But what's really great is the uh, red ring. Because we, we talk about how it doesn't red ring anymore. It just gives you that red dot. Yep. But it can also do a preventive red dot. Because one of the... one of the, I, It was either Kotaku or somebody else talked about how their... Um, their their Xbox Slim. I'm sorry, but I mean it's a way of distinguishing it from the old hardware, which I now own some new old hardware. Um, but the 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 hardware gave him a red ring, and he didn't know what was going on. So he he turned on the the screen, and it said, "Oh, due to your Xbox overheating, it's going to shut down, and please do not turn it back on again until the red light disappears." Oh, cool. So to, instead of telling you, "Hey, you're f <laughs> too late," yeah. It's it's about to be effed. Shut it off and leave it off, and it'll be okay when we're done. So, that's yeah, it's it's a preventive div. Yep. So you've heard it here first, people. Andy has coined the word expensive. It's the point of where something is expensive and it sucks. I, I just I, I put out meaning is really expensive. Yeah. Usage, man, those iPads are expensive. <laughs> And I really wanted a new car, but man, those things are dick expensive. Okay, so on live micro console by 2011. Is this like hardware actually shown or just a word? No, that's computer generated. Uh, it, it does look computer generated. It's it was a discussion with Steve Perlman, the head of on live, saying that we plan on having this out by the end of the year. Wow. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're working. We have beta users who are using it. Wow. Huh. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, it was in Joystick. New Xbox 360 shuts down before overheating. There we go. Ah. Uh, oh, funny, funny. I got the, the on-live thing from Joystick. <laughs> well, there you go. So what else do we got? Oh, yes. You can say goodbye to the PCI slots. 
No, is that PCIe or PCI or PCIe is what I'm asking. No, no, PCIe is still there. That's PCI Express okay. stuff. That's not going but anywhere. The old PCI is gone. Yeah. Well, that's too bad. Intel PCIe is is not backwards compatible, is it? Nope. Have you gotten confirmation on this? This is coming from Intel. This is supposed- coming from Sir Arthur's Den. I mean, <laughs> do we have a a link from Intel on this? Uh, so Andy, yes. What I need you to do is contact Intel's PR, okay, and ask them if this is true. Okay, I heard it on Flashdot. So, oh yeah, because that's <laughs> so. I did something very similar to that, by the way. What? Contact uh, Intel? No, I didn't contact Intel. But do you have you heard about this no phone left behind pledge? No. T-Mobile had an internal memo that got leaked, and at the very end of it, it says, we hope that this makes you as excited as it makes us. No phones left behind. That's our pledge. And it was talking about existing MyTouch 3G phones and bringing them up to Android 2.0. Or, sorry, Android 2.2. But your phone can't work on Android 2.2. Well, my phone's actually running 2.0 right now. Yes, I know, but legally... Uh, officially it's completely official android is open source it took a little bit of modification but nothing hardware it is six o'clock p.m except it's not i know for either of us nope uh so i i saw this and i got really kind of excited i'm like oh my god no phones left behind is fantastic but i wonder what they're going to do so i looked online and I found out uh, T-Mobile's president's email address. Because <laughs> I figure it works with Steve Jobs. It's worth a shot. Well, it works with because it's Steve at Mac.com. There's Gabe at Valve.com. What's- yeah, I'd be like, why not? Right? Yeah. It, it's the kind of the new thing. So I send off an email saying, you know, I saw this. Can you explain it? And I got an, uh, a phone call a couple hours later. Cease and desist? No. Uh, I was in class, so I couldn't take the call, but I, I looked up the number when my students were busy doing something. Uh, but you didn't hear me say that. And the, the reports from the web were saying that number is from T-Mobile Corporate. I'm like, huh. And then Google Voice transcribed the email, uh, the, the voicemail, and I read it. And it's like, you know, Mr. Play, we'd like to talk with you and discuss this issue. Please give us a call. Here's my number and my extension. And it was not the president who called me. Well, of course. But it was T-Mobile Corporate. Uh, and so it took uh, kind of a day or two of back and forth, but I got in touch with them. And they clarified it. Uh, Cole Broadman, the guy who made the quote, works on the My Touches and the My Touch slides. And this was in a magazine directed to my touch and my touch slides and it the the no phones in this case really means no my touch 3g's left behind so g1 users are gonna have to do some snaggling yeah and some modifying yep but it's like i mean it's really not that bad but it would be nice I'm still. I actually asked them while I had them on the phone if they're, you know, any idea on when a nice high-end slide phone will come to T-Mobile. And she's like, I, I can't tell you that. Come on, Galaxy S Pro. Well, the Galaxy S is coming. I know, and it's gorgeous. But the Galaxy S Pro is going to be out in us. Uh, what's for? Verizon, I think. No, it was no. Sprint. Yeah. And it has a QWERTY. Yep. 
Damn, I like T-Mobile, though. Why? <laughs> I don't want to switch. I, I don't want to switch either, but T-Mobile is getting the Galaxy S, and so is Sprint getting the Galaxy S. So if the Sprint can get the Galaxy S Pro, you know that there's... Right. Well, you know, maybe we, we should start... Uh, okay, Andy, so here's what I need you to do. <laughs> I need you to go to Samsung and kidnap somebody. I, I was actually going to say, I need you to start, uh, like, an online petition. All I want for Xmas is a... No, that would be a viral site. I mean just an actual petition of G1 users and, and BlackBerry users and anyone besides MyTouch users and say, we would like the Samsung Galaxy S Pro. And if you don't, then we're going to have to just switch to Sprint. <laughs> uh, let's see. There's something about the examiner. What did it say? T-Mobile Dish is slightly unvibrant. That's the Galaxy S. Anything mm-hmm. about the Galaxy S Pro? No. They haven't announced anything about Galaxy S Pro. I can't So what is this? So, okay, so there was a kind of a, a, an article slash report slash myth. It was really a myth about that a GPU is 100 times as powerful as a CPU. More specifically, NVIDIA's... GTX 280 is a thousand times more, or not a thousand, a hundred times more powerful than Intel's processors. And Intel came out and said, no, that's not true. The GPU is only four times faster, sorry, 14 times faster than the CPU. (laughs) NVIDIA is is like jumping on this, going like, you're okay, we'll take that. Yes, GPU units are only 14 times more powerful. (laughs) Well, well, they're more powerful because they only have a finite number of functions. The- well, this was in running application kernels. Oh. How did somebody get a GPU to run application kernels? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's really, really funny. Okay, Dave, so what I need you to do <laughs> is figure out how somebody was able to run their computer off of a GPU. Okay? No. No? No. You didn't say the, the magic words. Pumpernickel? Very wrong magic words. Uh, nope, nope. You don't get to you don't get to guess them anymore. Rumpelstiltskin. I'm going to make it the title, and you don't get to guess it anymore. And I'm going to say no to everything from here on out, even if it's correct. Damn. <laughs> okay, so we run out of topics. Yeah, we run out of topics. We're almost out of random topics, but you can't really go to the forums and suggest them. You can, however, email Andy or myself at dpolay at rapodcast.net or qs23 at rapodcast.net. That is not, respectively. I am the dpolay, Andy's qs23. Email whichever one you want. Or, you know, we could just take the tag cloud page on our website and then just turn it into the random topic list. You know, just modifying the S, the CSS file a little bit. I, I suppose. Because, you see, that's what I would do. I would just go in there with a hammer and just knock things around. Would you? Yes. This is what happens when it starts to irk to me long enough, or I finally actually go the and... The problem do... is, if you're going to take a hammer and knock things around, you don't know what things are connected to on that page. Exactly. So if you, I think it's time for me to back up the site. <laughs> Just saying, if, if sooner or later, if a copy of the site, and you can knock it around with a hammer as much as you want, it's actually a great way to learn how to program. Damn it! I don't want to learn. I just want to beat the shit out of it. I just want it to work. And what metaphorical hammer are you going to be using, Andy? I don't know. 
Do you even know how to delete a file in Linux? No. I was just going to get everything in Dreamweaver and adjust the uh, CSS file from there. Uh, won't work. No? No. We don't have web pages, Andy. There is no whatever.html. I thought we had the CSS page, though. It worked as the... Uh... I have a CSS page, but without the HTML, that's not going to help you. I know, but I thought the, the, the links were based off the CSS stuff. The links were based off the CSS stuff. The, the, the homes, forums, about us, contact us, tag cloud. It uses CSS to arrange it, Oh, but that's HTML, and that's dynamically generated HTML. Oh. Every time you make a request to the server, it builds It, it, it doesn't matter. You, you, lost me at di, uh, you lost me at dynamically. Okay. No hammers. Okay. You messing around with my webpage, and yes, I say my webpage, would be like me messing around with your cars. I thought you were going to go with my audio. No, because I actually know a little bit about the audio. <laughs> uh, and I know a little bit about web pages, but then it, it can still screw I something I know more up. about audio than you know about the web pages. <laughs> okay, so this form of blackmail was not working, it seems. No. So, random topic. Random topic. See, that's what I was trying to bring up. I know. But there's cars, because but, that is the random topic. I was just bringing up the point that we only have three, ran- well, after today, two random topics. Oh, I'm sure we'll get more because people don't want to hear us go back to Wikipedia and hit random article. Yes, but it's a lot easier to go to the forums and do it than to email and yada, yada, yada. So, Cars. Cars? Yes. It was a Pixar movie. (laughs) About Cars. Although someone said it was a... a, God, what was it? I don't remember now. It was... I don't know. It was this terrible, terrible social message. What? I don't remember. I've never seen it. And I'm actually quite okay with never having seen cars. Well, the, the basic story of cars is that you have a race car who realizes that the interstate is cutting off. It's, it's the whole, like, future of Route 66 sort of argument about how we're losing individuality and some nice side-of-the-road type places because the interstate is making it really easy, you know, to drive from here to Seattle. Okay. And yet it allows us to drive from there to Seattle. I know. Or from here to there. I'm just it's just people somehow have an argument against it for some odd reason. So, okay, you have a car. Yes, you have a car as a well. Diesel. Yes, which I uh, use a car. For those of you who are not following my Twitter feed, I just need to let you know that whenever you pull up to a gas station, if you cannot use the pumps that have a diesel nozzle attached to them, that would be great. You know what I did after I heard about that tweet, Andy? What? I stopped at a gas station in one car, and Laura stopped at it with another, and we took both diesel pumps. <laughs> so here's what you can do, Dave. Is you can just go take your head, open up a door, <laughs> put your head in the door frame, and then slam it. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Okay. You first. Why, why me first? You see, because when I pull up to a diesel pump, I am actually using it. Yeah. Andy, if they had meant for only diesel cars to use that pump, there would only be a diesel pump. And sometimes there is, and sometimes that is nice. But yeah, when and then I don't use it. But when you have 12 pumps, and you know, like, 10 of them are free, and then you well, pick for... See, in my case, there were only, like, three of the total pumps were free, and two of them were diesel. And those were the only two that were lined up, which is to say I could pull into one and Laura could pull in right behind me in the other. Oh. 
Oh, come on. How many people use those diesel pumps? <laughs> Who have diesel engines all the time? Yeah. I, I use them because that's the only place that I can fill up. And when you have 10 other spots to fill up, it's kind of annoying where I have to just sit there and wait. And then watch somebody else, you know, pull in behind. And I'm like, well, there's like eight other pumps there. How come they're picking that one? And then, you know, yeah, and sometimes, I, sometimes I have to wait for, you know, delivery trucks to fill up as well. Yep. And it, it doesn't help when they have like really a 50, 60 gallon tank. Yeah. It'd be kind of funny to organize like a, a diesel blockage. Just always take the diesel pumps. You make me sad, Dave. I know. I no, I I really if I if there's room at other pumps I will try to take the other pumps. Thank you. And I will do that for you even though you live nowhere near me. The other diesel drivers who I know are probably the other feel- diesel driver. There's more than just one. Okay, both of them. Number of diesel cars in the US. Are you really looking that up? Do you hear the typing? Uh, yes, because you have a Model M keyboard. I can tell you all the cars that are coming out in 2011 that are diesel cars. That is not helpful. Oh, thank you. So, there's your research project, Andy. Find out how many diesel cars there are in the country. 10% of the U.S. market. Now, does no, that no, include wait. things like... Currently, it's 2% of the U.N. market, but it's going to be 10% by 2015. Okay. Does that include things like delivery trucks and semis? Um, I don't know. Because if it does, it really basically is you and the other guy. <laughs> or girl. Will be equal opportunity. Oh, nope. 2% of new lightweight vehicle sales in the U.S. Okay. So that's not including semis. It no. might be including uh, some delivery trucks. Oh, I, basically anything that's under a ton is considered a lightweight vehicle. Okay. Or is, is it two tons? I have no idea. I don't remember. I had to figure this out when I was driving the big van, but I don't remember now. Okay. So anyways, cars. <laughs> yeah. Fewer, fewer than half the country's 170,000 gas stations sell diesels. Good times. Sell diesels or diesel fuel? Diesel fuel. I, I was unaware that diesel fuel was called diesels. So Dave, this is what I need you to do. Contact Webster's. Yes. And try and get diesels in there as... The plural for diesel gas? Yes. I see. I've got the diesels. You've got the diesels? Yes. Sounds like a disease. <laughs> one that smells Help, bad and... The diesels. One that smells bad and makes you feel sluggish in the winter? Yep. Yep, know that feeling. So yeah, cars. Um, I enjoy them. Some people think I, they're I just... Think- Appliances. Yeah, we're, I think we're done. We're done with cars. Yeah. What episode was this? 159. Wow. <laughs> what are you doing, Dave? I'm writing the title. Oh. So that you don't have a chance to. Oh, well, the links are still there. Yeah, well, I haven't finished it yet. I'm waiting for us to end, and then I'm going to do it. Well, let's see. Uh, make new. Okay, click. Right. Create. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the end.